The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by Mullen Labe Cigars. Every man dies, not every man really lives. It's a movie line. It's the fundamental principle by which this premium, organic, small batch cigars are made. Their tobacco has a 200-year-old generational line and is grown in soil free from GMOs, fertilizers, and pesticides. Mullen Labe Cigars are produced in small batches, and when they are gone, they're gone. Their work is marked by an outpouring of skill and pride. The result is a cigar that defines the luxury smoking experience one worthy of your finest moments. Celebrate your biggest victories with Maolave Cigars. Shop today at M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel. Maolave Cigars, don't wait to experience something great. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Play him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. might be the summer it might be a vacation week it might be the time that other people take times off right we do not take days off no welcome to roll call friday Boston University of the book, Dave Sherpin, and Matt Perl. Jay Cornegay is coming on from the Westgate Superbook coming up here in about 45 minutes yes what are you Excited about besides Otani pitching today because you were all in on the Angels stuff today, Mr. Sherpin. All in on the Angels stuff. Good to see you, sir. I had to put the sunglasses on because this thing's getting bright. Okay. The roll call Friday introduction every week with the spaceship going up, you know, and, and all the fire and all the brightness. And then people waiting in the chat, which again, thank you guys so much. Um, I'm excited for roll call Friday. The Twitter notifications alone on Friday. Guys are sending in videos. Guys are sending in pictures. Dog pictures. Connor Winsky, I saw you. Right? T-shirts. Put the faces on the T-shirts and the spheres. I'm on the phone and I just get two seconds to open up my Twitter and I'm like, what? Is all this? What is Sonic doing right now? What is Mikey Awesome doing right now? What is Chef B up to? You know what day it is when Rainmaker Five One Two Lou puts out a screaming video, and it's Roll Call Friday for everybody. I'm excited. Yeah. When I go to sleep Thursday night, I can't wait to wake <laughs> up every day. But damn, it's good to wake up on a Friday. It's just very neat from us. You got to understand, like oftentimes Dave and I are the ones talking to you guys in the audience on Roll Call Friday on Twitter and hashtag BVB Brigade, which, by the way, we found out yesterday, thanks to Sonic, that the birthday is April 25th, which I don't know how in the hell you went back and found that needle in that haystack to find out that conversation. Dave and I have, have done approaching 400 shows to hours a show it's 800 hours of content and That's you went and found the, the literally the 10 to 30 second conversation we had on the air about what to call the brigade 
I, I, I don't know how he found it. Like, I just, I was like, how did you, I got emotional. I was like, how did you find this? This is unbelievable that you found the conversation we had when we, you came up with the name for the brigade and that became the thing. And it's been hashtag BVB brigade. And we are so happy on Friday mornings. Cause it's just like, ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. Every damn time your phone is buzzing, you know what it is. It's oh, what's next. What did this person do? What did that person do? It's like this running competition you guys have right now as to who could do something more incredible to highlight this Friday. I was looking at our numbers last night, Dave. I spent a lot of time. You'll see some differences with the YouTube channel and some things we've played around with yes. today, last night. The I can't wait for football season. I mean, yeah. I honestly, goodness, I you know. always do year one to then do year two. And this will be our second football season because technically the first football season, we started right at the end. December. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not counting that football season. So we've had no. one full season of football so far. This will be our second full season of football. Can't wait. Can't wait. The whole thing is building. I mean, you know, I, I, I got to put this on because we're meeting people every day through the proxy service. Look at these hats. Mr. C personally hand delivered these hats to us yesterday. yesterday. And I wanted to mention him as well. And James, we got a pleasure. We had a lunch, talking sports, set some stuff up. The guy, it's, you know, could be on the show talking college basketball and all this other stuff in the fall. He's hopefully going to just win the contest. That'll be great. He can win sure. the millions and come back and pick up the big check and we'll get yeah. him limo service next time. The stretch limo. Cause he is a big dude. He is he a, a big, big dude. dude. Yeah. He's a bouncer. He's a big guy. Yeah. He, well, he used to be a bouncer. Now he's yeah. a lover, but he right. still knows the sports and we're meeting so many people. I got the, the text from Talati. Made it up to San Francisco. Beautiful. So he didn't need our driving services, but he got up there safe and sound. God bless you, sir. Wishing you the best. He's he's listening on Roll Call Friday. Roll Call Friday is going to occur one hour from now. So yeah. we're going to have Jay on at noon in about 40 minutes after the Jay Cornegay interview, who's the vice president of sportsbook operations for the Superbook, um, which now has locations all over the country and continuing to expand. After Jay, we'll do the roll calls. Guys, if you're here now, put the city you're in right now just so we can see the cities where you're at, and then we'll do the roll calls later. But cities first. Um, P. Ralt Kendall wanted me to tell you that she turned off Dance Moms to watch us right now. So Thank you. I I mean that's a that's a pretty big deal actually. If she well, Kendall's, I mean, moms. and I mean Kendall, you deserve some credit here because what you said to your dad and what your dad said to me last night has really sparked a lot of conversations because you watch YouTube shorts. I really haven't done it. I've been on TikTok. I've been on threads. I've been on Instagram, but I really haven't done our, we only have two YouTube shorts in the whole existence of, I think there are now 500 videos since we left our old place and now over to us. Really? So our YouTube, our YouTube channel has 500 videos and only two of them are YouTube shorts. So that is my new project for the rest of the summer is to try to find different ways of getting us through with YouTube shorts because your dad says you watch it all the time. And I think a lot of people do because I went down a rabbit hole last night and I watched YouTube shorts for probably an hour. <laughs> it's bad, man. You get caught in that rabbit hole. You can't get out. 
Uh-huh. And I was looking, I mean, there's a lot of really funny stuff that is on TikTok, but also is not on TikTok. So I was like, all right, this is kind of interesting. Let's let's try to figure out ways of utilizing this because we're going to lean in pretty hard on our YouTube channel. We're going to try to really blow this thing up. If you haven't subscribed to it, please do it. If you're listening and haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, even if you don't watch the show, you just listen to it, help us get this thing up because we want to really jack up these subscription numbers and that will help everything. I mean, if we can get that thing really cooking, it'll be really great for us come football season with the yeah. show and everything we're trying to accomplish. So we can hopefully do some more. I mean, the goal yeah. is to, you know, take away as many objections as we can as we proceed forward in, in trying to expand the show and like do more live events like we yeah. did at Circa. That was so much fun. We made a lot of connections with a lot of people and you guys all met and hung out and continue to do that with us. I don't want to right. say for us because it's no. all with like, it's, yeah. it's the show is about the people. The BVB mm -hmm. is a brigade with no real ranks. I mean, me and you do the show, but everybody, like although like we have Stevie Mac is the director of security and Mikey awesome. <laughs> he's back in the gym, by the way, look out. Do you see that man? What he's, he's doing? He's back in the gym. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. yeah. Said these iron. hats are mid. I don't think they're mid. I Ooh. think they're pretty sharp. I love yours. Yours is unbelievable. Oh. I like I like mine a lot, but this this fits our personality. I think Mr. C said he goes, "You're more the straight guy." Dave like Dave likes the, the color pop. I'm like, absolutely, that's a great. Oh, I do like my color. I do like it. my I do like my color pop, but not in my hats per se. Like my shoes, I like my sneakers to have yeah, a nice you color got pop. Crazy sneakers, but I like I like my t-shirts to be a little bit loud. Hat wise, I'm a little more on the conservative side. You're more on the loud side, so I think he nailed it. So I disagree, Kendall. I think these are not mid. These are nice. I like Thank them. And, you. I, and I like the fact that they're very unusual. These are minor league teams in Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah, it's just the Charleston. What? I forget what they're called. Well, they changed their name for Day of the Dead. Oh, that's right. That's what so these it's, are. Yeah, it's the model. Yeah. The Day of the Dead. This is the team. I forget the name of the team, but this is their actual logo. Right. It's the it's the dog biting the bat in half, which I, I do I, I do appreciate a lot. Uh, speaking of driving services. Um <laughs> Vegas, um, gonna go off on a second here, guys. Will, because hold on, is, Will. Yeah. Um, Start logging it, Will. Our town is a fucking mess. It is an absolute disaster. So, Mister C, Chris, and his friend in town. Yeah. We had lunch, and I said, "Hey." We're I'm at sorry I had to run out like it's I okay. did, but you I got to go home. Work sports grid, it's fine. You have something to do. You barely got there. I, I was doing the math. I was like, he's going to get there at like 401. Right at 402. Okay. Bam. I was like, he's going to be like, like, this I is tight. Like, I was like, oh, he's going to fly. I was like, I don't know if he's going to make it. He's got to really fly to get back home. So I said, look, guys, it's 115 degrees outside. I will drive you the two miles to get to your hotel, which Tuscany to Caesars. All right. It's three 45 and okay, pay our bill. You know, and Mr. C took care of lunch. Appreciate that. Come, at least I can do is drive you back to your hotel. Right. Get in my car, drive out. It took me 45 minutes to drive two miles. I didn't drop them off till 4 30. Oh. I was stopped. I was watching idiot people who don't want to drive, who don't get the idea of zippering, no. and they were closing lanes. Mm. At 345 to one lane, you couldn't turn onto the Las Vegas Strip. You could not go left. You could only go right. Mm. So instead of going up and over for two miles, 
I had to go all the way around and fight traffic jam after traffic jam to get myself through. People here have had it already. Look at this guy. His wife got out at 4.30 from MGM Grand two days ago. At 6.45, she hadn't gotten out of the damn parking garage yet. Oh, that's the worst. Two hours and 15 minutes after her shift's over. Yeah. Because the line just to get onto the road to get to the highway was so backed up. No good. Now, for you guys who live in L.A., in Houston, in New York, you're going to go, what's the big deal, guys? We live here because we don't deal with the shit you deal with. (laughs) This is true. We like it here because we don't have to deal with this stuff. We don't deal with the nonsense of traffic and traffic jams and rush hour, adding an hour, two hours onto your travel time, onto your day at work. Take the graphic off so I can see you while you while you expound on this. I need to see the rage in your neck. I like this. This is July. <laughs> it's July. It's supposed to be easy right now. This town is dead. This is not a busy time. No one's here. It's not the 4th of July. The only people here are tall fuckers playing basketball. That's it. They're all That's over the, the place. the only people that are here. Nobody rough. else is here. I don't understand the logic of, hey, you know, let's do this F1 thing. But in the meantime, while we're getting ready for the F1 thing, we're going to screw everyone who lives here, their life up. Everybody. And every worker who works on the strip, we're going to make them hate their life. Somebody on Twitter made a great point. Like, at what point do people get so pissed off that they start voting the people who okayed this out of office and they start saying all of you on city council, all of you at the state house representative, you're all out because you ruined six months out of our life living here to prep for one event. Four days of racing. There's going to be four days of events. A lot of money. They keep telling us about all this money and stuff that's coming here. It's July, like you said, and was an outstanding rant. It's hotter than Hades outside right now. Okay. It's the hottest day of the year yesterday, and it's going to be hotter. I checked the weather this morning when I woke up, and the heat, excessive heat warning is until Wednesday. Yeah. Well, Sunday's going to be fried. Sunday's going to be frying egg on the sidewalk type stuff. That's right. It's it's Friday, and the excessive heat warning doesn't get lifted until Wednesday. I was counting the days. I said, okay. So, you got to stay, you know, it's like winter back east where, you know, where you don't leave the house much in February. You just go from warm place to warm place and drive. Right. You can't drive nowhere. Like not it, on the strip. It, not on the strip. You can't drive nowhere down there. And then the back streets, which I'm very aware of getting in and out of, are messed up now, too. And um, if you're coming and you're more than welcome to come to Vegas, it's great. And it's usually able to be freely moving around from casino to casino, but you better bring a lot of hats or, you know, if you come to town, you can go to the lids at Circa and get one made or whatever. Breaking but, news on that, by the way. Yeah, we'll, we'll be on that. No, do you, no, do you know what, what happened? Uh, I'll tell you. In the Discord channel, they broke some news this morning. Go ahead. Oh, okay. But if you're going to walk, you better water up. <laughs> And you better sunscreen up because driving 
You're going to be like, oh, I ain't walking. I'll take it. I'll take an Uber. No, you won't. You'll do it once. Traffic, I've never seen it. I've been here 20 years, P-Roll. I've never seen it like this other than for special events when they close the strip down for the marathon. Yeah. New Year's a Eve. day. It's We're a used day. to a day of like this or two days of like this. And like, okay, this is now part of our life. Yeah. Like yeah. this is not a daily, uh, uh, a one time. This is a daily problem for people who are trying to get to and from their employment, which the vast majority of people who work in Vegas, basically work on or near the strip. Yes. Where they're having, they can't get out of the garage to go home. No, not the highway being backed up for some big crash. Mm -mm. Side streets being shut down four lane, four lane entryways into the strip or down to one lane. Like the bottlenecking is unreal. It's bad. It is, and people are pissed off because it's, what it's happens? Cause, it's causing some angst. People are getting, they're laying on horns longer. Yes. People are shooting a finger longer. You got to be careful. People are going to start fighting. Welcome to Boston. I have, <laughs> I have guys that I've worked with in the book that literally quit at the end of March Madness because they said, I can't take the stress of the commute. Forget about working in the book or cleaning rooms or being a bellman or all that stuff. The stress of the commute outweighs it all. Bye, I'm done. It's crazy. And we're sitting here in a time where so many people are working from home. Yes. Like, did they think that nobody drove? Like, oh, it's post-COVID. Everyone works from home. Don't worry about it. We can do this. Like, this event better be better than everything and anything we have ever seen. And it very well might be. Might and be. Maybe, and maybe it, it, it does make it worthwhile. And maybe we are all in awe and we're slack-jawed and we're completely going, okay, it was worth what happened here. But the event is in November. <clears throat> November. We've got a lot of things happening. We've got football games coming down the pike for the Raiders. We've got the Golden Knights starting back up again on the strip, by the way. You can't, you got to go on the strip to get to T-Mobile Arena. Yeah. We've got multiple events, including football bowl games. I guess I wouldn't have it. That's after the, the, the F1 race is done, but. Hold on. Breaking news right here. Hold on. Hold on. Hold What's on. that? Hello, Dubsy. Hey, you're on the air right now with Perot and I. Just say hello to the brigade. They miss you so much. What up, brigade? Happy Friday. Unbelievable. (laughs) I just miss the voice so much. Go pick a horse. Do you have a horse for the people, Dubsy, before I let you go? Because we're doing the show right now. You can sign on the YouTube at Boston versus the book and, you know, watch the show while you're driving. But do you have anything? Saratoga opened up. What do you got? Oh, you know you boys always bring in that smoke here on a Friday afternoon, Sharon. I got one for you. Saratoga, race number nine, the number eight, Bossarati, because we're being bossy here on a Friday. Three wins on the bounce. Let's make it four. Coming up this afternoon. There you go. We got a horse play from Dubsy. I'll call you after the show. I love you. Tell my guy, much love, brigade. Talk soon. See you, brother. <laughs> Very cool. That's fun. Uh, How about the, that? It's phenomenal. No one knows we're doing this show. I love it. But uh, <laughs> according to Addison, I have to check this out. Addison is asking for our permission here to do something. Okay. So mostly you 
have ordered so many hats yeah that the bvb logo is now part of not just the vegas lids system mm-hmm. it's part of the national across the country lids system what you can access it now according to addison you can access the logo at lids outside of vegas we thought there was just a vegas circle i guess it's expanded now outside so we'll do some more digging on that but okay according to him on the discord channel this morning he said is it okay if we make hats because <laughs> we can go and do it and i went uh let me talk to dave we'll figure it out as right. to what we're gonna do with that but wow okay that's that's a little bit this of is a, news to me i gotta yeah, have to go talk to that kid because he told me it was not right uh available outside of vegas right so maybe they we'll see all right yeah. that's good news i mean that's that yeah. listen it, it's we'll figure it out. spreading yeah I, I i talked to a guy about some shirts and then uh, today on the twitter feed uh, we appeared our faces appeared on shirts our faces appeared on a sports illustrated did you see that that was I mean, gorgeous i'm not I, i'm saving that for the right time when it's pirates red sox i'm going to save that it's on our Twitter okay. feed at Boston versus the book, but I want to save it for the show. Was we'll it, put it on. We'll put it on the screen at it's some an point. Amazing! I have that cover in some box somewhere. Wow! It's Dave Parker and Jim Rice. Parker's and that a big was, guy. That was that was when that was 1979, yeah. and they had picked the Red Sox to play the Pirates in a World Series. That was the April baseball preview, and they put oh. them back to back. Never I happened. remember like it was yesterday. I actually really liked the Red Sox. I wanted to see and go to Fenway and office. No. I had a softball for Boston for a long time. Then we started hanging out. It's the like, universe. Not sure. Just not sure. So not only is it tough to be a Bruins fan because the Bruins did not win the cup. They won the president's trophy. I think the Golden Knights are just doing this to really rub it in because the Stanley Cup is currently on a tour. So George McPhee took the Stanley Cup to Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Then Bruce Cassidy Which is took where? It. Where's Martha's Vineyard? It's an island off the Cape. Okay. Then Bruce Cassidy took it to an event on the Cape yesterday. Well, that's, he lives there in the offseason. I know. And then today, Jack Eichel is taking it around Tingsboro, Mass., which is a town next to where I am from in the northern part of Massachusetts. Well, that's... That's where he's from. Correct. But this is tough to look at. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to watch Bruce Cassidy go ahead and just put that thing over his head. That's great. I mean, that's like, ouch. what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just one of those like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it actually is going on. Because the Bruins, this was supposed to be, that's their coach. <laughs> the, that's Bru- the Bruins. That was their coach. And now the coach of the Golden Knights taking the cup to Cape Cod and hoisting it and then having an event. Look who's here. Can you ID these guys? Who showed up? Who? Let's see. Who is that? The guy on the closest right to you. Stage is right. That, hold on. That's a, uh, that's a hockey player on the it's right. Ray Bork. Oh. Ray Bork on the right, who did not win the cup with the Boston Bruins. Okay, won that's, with, that's with right. All the way on the far right. Yes. The far right. Then Bobby he, Orr is right there. That's Bobby Orr. Yeah. I forget the guy in the polo shirt, in the blue polo. I forget who he is. He played hockey. He's a media guy now in Boston whose name I, is, escapes me. And Bruce Cassidy. Damn. <laughs> 
He goes there showing up. Bruins legends. <laughs> Watching the cup that should have been the Bruins with the guy that was coaching the Bruins. Mm. Not the Bruins cup. <laughs> that is my biggest regrets is when my friend from college, Travis, was the president of the Penguins and had his day with the cup oh. and invited me to the party. And I couldn't go because I was working in the book. And they said, it's October. You know, he got it right before the season started. Right. Well, he was last or one of the last ones, you know, because then they were he was doing it in Pittsburgh and they were going to celebrate the cup and all that opening night. And I was like, hey, guys, I, I'm going to take a couple of days off. I'm going back. My, my friend's having his day with the Stanley Cup. And they're like, you got to work. Like, what are you talking about? I said, no. What are you talking about? It's a day with the Stanley Cup. They said, you could go. You're fired. If you go. And I was like, wow. Okay. And I didn't go. So Dang. that's one of my biggest regrets. And it, he invited me to San Jose to go watch the game when they clinched. Oh. And I didn't go to that oh. because I had to work. And that was in the spring. I wouldn't make the same mistake, but right. that's a pretty cool thing. Celebrating the day with the cup where you live. Just happens to be in Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. McPhee from Massachusetts. Cassidy from Massachusetts. Jack Eichel from Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. It's that's just such a burn for Bruins fans to have to deal with this because the team is there's some real big rumors running around the Bruins right now that Brad Marchand may not be on the team next year. And oh, there's all sorts of Milan Lucic is back. The team is making a really big deal of it because everyone thinks there's some like deflection going on that like, Hey, Milan's back. Don't worry. We're going to trade Brad and you aren't going to notice that we're trading Marchand. Right. <laughs> so lot, whether oh. or not they're going to have Maybe. You know, the full team back, who's retiring, who is not. It's, it's a transitional year for for sure. And Oh yeah, by the way, the guy who fired for taking you to the playoffs six straight years, he has the cup in your home state. <laughs> He's walking around with your home state. That's not going over too well today from a Bruins it, member. It's almost like I can't remember that the, Knights won the cup here though. Like it's out of sight, out of mind. It's so I told weird. you when I was driving down the strip and there's a big, huge, gigantic LED light, and there's this monster Stanley Cup champion holding the cup up. I had to remind myself they won it. <laughs> it's I was amazing like, how like, fast oh, right. something goes here. It just they won that. I forgot. Like they're the cup champs for until October when they start playing again. This yeah. is nuts. It's it was so fast. It, it yeah. just literally What's the name of that place in the Midwest? The, the, the convenience store, Come and Go? Yeah, it go. came and went. Like the Stanley Cup, Come and Go, <laughs> came and went, all that stuff. True, true, true. Well, as someone on Twitter said, cue the music, the music here because Otani Watch is now hot and heavy. We'll get to the game tonight with Otani oh. pitching for the Angels. But then he he watches the show. I was going to say, do we have subtitles? I don't well, know. Phenomenal. We do actually. Well, we have a, yeah, we do. We have American. We have English subtitles. You can change that to to so he can read it. So yeah, he he, he could right. technically do it. Here is the headline that has come out today. That's got everybody in baseball all rolling around. Angels will reportedly consider Shohei Otani a trade for him. They'll listen to offers, although the deal is seen as unlikely. Look. When you start talking about trading a superstar, you're doing this because you're prepping the fan base to deal with it. So it's not a shock. 
And you're creating a market. That too. Correct. You, you yeah. couch it by saying, oh, well, it's unlikely that we're going to trade him. But the second you start talking trades, you are seriously considering trading Shohei Otani. They already have been. What is, is there, I should say, how about, I'll phrase it this way. Is there any comparison in sports to an athlete like this if he does get traded? And don't say Babe Ruth. No, there's not. This is, this is that we talked about this. Not on the show we didn't. Well, no, I, I'm just I'm <laughs> telling you again that, yes, we talked about this off the air. We're talking yeah. about it right now. There's no other player to compare him to. When you go and make a trade, the baseball trade deadline, you go to get a piece. Right. You go to get the front line starter that you need at the top of the rotation for the playoff run. You go to get the middle of the bat lineup that makes everybody better. The guy protection for the guys, you know, hitting in front of them and knocking in runs that you need behind you right he's both how do you how do you quantify this you don't but the contingency plan was made before the season they knew this could happen right trout goes down yeah the ship's going down they really going to trade him look I, i think they have to say we're not inclined to trade him like you mentioned to create the market and to drive the the prices up if new york's both teams are involved yankees and the mets this will only increase the asking price dramatically i don't think the angels will care about where they're going to send him because i do think otani will ultimately sign with a west coast team and play their next season but for the remainder of the 2023 season i don't think the angels will take his preference into consideration They will look to see what the best offer is and how much will somebody give up for him. The problem is no team is going to give up much without the knowledge that Otani is going to sign with them in the offseason. So you'll get a trade done and then you'll negotiate with Otani and his agent about an extension. And if there's nothing, no movement, he's not interested, the trade's dead. So I think that's why I don't think it's unlikely the Angels trade him on their end, I think it's unlikely a team will give the angels enough because Otani is not going to agree to a deal without hitting the open market. Right. So does it become like you hear this term all the time you have for years? Is it, is it an audition? Like of course the all-star yeah. game in Seattle, the fans gave them, you know, the, the come to Seattle chant. Yeah, like it was right. awesome. It was great. If they move them, I can't even say it out loud. We said it yesterday to the Yankees. The Yankees are going to do everything they can to put their hat in the ring to keep them there. What are the Yankees going to give up? Knowing Brian Cashman could be on the hot seat, right? Do they, does that motivate him to give up their whole farm system? Or does that make him wary of it? Because if he guts the farm system and Otani goes elsewhere or he signs with the Mets, goes somewhere else, goes to the Padres, Dodgers, Seattle, wherever. Now you've just given up so much. You've tried to win a championship and you better win a championship with Otani if you're going to give it up. What they're going to ask for. It's a difficult trade. It really does have to be perfect. It's going to have to be the perfect team, the perfect situation offering the perfect amount of money if they're going to require him to sign. 
an extension to stay next season because I want him off the Angels. Okay, I want Shohei Otani yeah, in the playoffs. You're personal with that. Yep. You, I want him in the playoffs. I don't care where. And if it has to be. It has to be the Yankees. I'll, you know, it's like eating Brussels sprouts or something. I'll just suck it up and deal with it. Brussels but, sprouts are good. What's wrong with Brussels sprouts? No, they're not the worst vegetable ever. But you have this opportunity to put him into the playoffs. And I think for the health of the game, for the health of the sport, Mike Trout has played in meaningless games for years and years and years in September. Get Otani onto a team that actually he can contend with. You know, there's, thousands of reasons why I love this show and the brigade. I just looked down and Joel Onler brought up a great point that somebody in a risk room or something should be considering right now. Right. He gets traded to the national league. Yes. Can he win the American league MVP award? <laughs> I mean, should we be looking at how about that to win the, the American league MVP can't win them both. Can he? He can't win anything. He would, he would, he wouldn't win anything. He gets traded on July 31st. He's not getting the Cy Young. He's not getting the MVP. He's not getting what the National League Cy Young. He could get the Cy Young. No way. He's not winning any of the, he, he won't win anything. Can't play half a year. No, no, no voter is going to give you a half a year award for a whole year. It's a very good question. It's a very good question. Eggplant is tremendous, SoCal DJ. What are you talking about? He just sent a text and said, eggplant is worse than Brussels sprouts. I love eggplant. Eggplant's tremendous. Ask the chat. Brussels sprouts or eggplant? I oh. guarantee more people say eggplant is worse. Wow. Then you haven't eaten properly then. You're not Italian. And I like eggplant, but I You're think, not it's, I think it's, it's I, well, that's what I mean. I think it's an acquired taste. We the only way, the only way you can eat Brussels sprouts is by dousing it in bacon. <laughs> That's it. That helps. That's that it. Helps. You cook it in bacon juice and you, in bacon fat, and then you cook it and sprinkle with bacon all over it. Brigade, Brussels sprouts, or eggplant. Just put you it are, in. Which you aren't eating worse. Brussels sprouts. You're eating bacon, and you happen to have Brussels sprouts part of it. <laughs> it's not really what you want to be having. Eggplant's way better. Way better. My gosh. Fried eggplant, eggplant parm. Good stuff. Oh, grilled can eggplant. You, can you imagine if you laid like or took even money? <sighs> on Otani to win the American League MVP. You got the best number in the world. And he gets traded. How about you right in the CLV can? What happened you laid juice at the end? What if you're betting the number now? You just came in and be like, oh, he's guaranteed oh, at the All-Star break. God. You went ahead oh. and threw, you throw down a dime or two on it. And you're like, oh, it's, 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 they're going to hold my money for a couple of months and I'm going to make a better ROI than an investment. <laughs> and then Big business. Traded. Good, to, good to see you in the chat, sir. He just said he's going to look great in the powder blue. And he can think all he wants. He's going crazy about the Rangers. He ain't going to Texas. The Angels are not trading Otani inside the division. No way. Cross out the Astros. Cross out the Rangers. It is not happening. No one is doing that. He's Brussels far more likely. Eggplants. I'll take the sprouts. Brussels sprouts for sure. Ugh. But I mean, eggplant parmesan is phenomenal. It's delicious. I mean, there's not phenomenal. that's that's good, but breaded, um, fried, and oh, it's it's the best. Thin. It's I mean, phenomenal. yes, it is. Um, if he doesn't get traded, the Angels are still a complete like train wreck. Right? You have to trade him. You have to. There's wow. no, he's saying it out loud. I want to, losing sucks. I want to play for a winner. Right. 
He's saying it. He's telegraphing it in the most polite way possible. Not trying to be a jerk, not trying to be mean. He's just saying, guys, I, I don't like losing. I don't want to be here no more. We, we lose a lot. That team in white and blue, they don't lose that much. Can I go play for them? Right. Can I I go to Seattle? Can I go up there and play? He said, I love Seattle. Seattle's great. The fans are awesome. I love the town. I'm telling you, it's San Francisco, Los Angeles, or Seattle. Those are the markets. Maybe San Diego, but I think the three other markets are where you're going to see Shohei next year playing playing baseball. West Coast. I mean, San Diego, they got to give them Soto, no? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, possible. I mean, I can't wait to see the offers. I can't wait to see the trade offers. This is going to be phenomenal to see what well, teams are willing. Be awesome, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna. I mean, like, you know, and it's funny because I, I do, you know, I'm a contributor, I guess, for MLB Network. So I talk to those guys a lot, and they send yeah. me texts, and they're like, you know, they sent me the text. Oh, the Yankees are going to make a play for Otani, and I was like, really? I, I, I don't want them there. Let's keep him out on the West Coast, B-Roll. Like, I would agree. Goes, you asked me this morning when we were talking before the show, like, you know, what moves the needle or something like that. And well, no, I said the number. I said, I said what moves the number? If, if he normally, like, in the NFL, if a wide receiver gets traded, nothing happens. If a quarterback gets traded or a quarterback is out, it could be up to three points. Otani, there's no comparison. So if he goes to the Yankees or he goes to a team on the bubble, you know, what does that happen to their number to make the playoffs, to win the pennant, to win the championship? Like how much does it move the number for one player right. to go? So, uh, the discussion went like that. Then I said, if he goes to the Dodgers, it doesn't move it much at all. I mean, it maybe flips them to co-favorites with the Braves because okay. they're already there. But if he would go to Cleveland, that would instantaneously make him the favorite to win the Central. Done. Favorite huge yes to make the playoffs. Yes, I would lower the pennant odds and a world series odds immediately on a team like that. So, you know, and if he goes to Texas, which big business, I know you want him to, and I think it would be a tremendous fit, but B rolls, right. They're not trading him in a division. They're not going to look at this guy. I mean, they might for two months, if there's nothing else and the Rangers offers the best, they might even float it out there, but Rangers would have to give them the whole starting nine. (laughs) Like it would just be like, there's no way the angels are not, giving Otani to a divisional opponent, right? No way. They'll never live it down. It's like the Red Sox trading away, like Pedro Martinez to the the Yankees or the Rays. It's not happening. Somebody brought up the Minnesota Vikings trade with me. um, I brought that up. Herschel Walker. I brought that up. Me. I know. I said someone just brought it up in the chat too. I said it to you during, that's how we started the conversation. I said, this is Herschel Walker 2.0. It's that big. It has. That How'd that work for the Cowboys? I was going to say, that's not a good thing. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I mean, if you're old enough to remember what that trade was, he was Tech Mobile. He was Bo Jackson in Tech Mobile in the NFL for the Vikings. Cowboys thought they were getting the uh, unbelievable player. They gave up everything for him. Yeah, not good. Not good. <laughs> not good. Not so, the best. Not the best. And I look, I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see what the hype is. I can't wait to see how it affects him because he's pitching tonight. He's on the mound tonight against the Astros. Right. If the Angels are going to keep him, yep. these next two weeks are vitally important, are they not? They are. So you got to win these games that he's on the mound. They become must wins, right? Yes. Is 150 150- Light? 
Oh, 150 is heavy. Is it heavy? It's the Astros. Okay. It's it's France. It's 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 I mean, it's gonna get bet down. I think. I think that I mean, why in the world I know it's Otani, but they still have to win a game. And they haven't won many games with him pitching. Not lately. Yeah. You know. Um I I I know why the line is what it is. Okay. But again, because you, you got to find that dog number. I think 150 was the peak. I think it closes lower. Who wins? I hate this weekend. <laughs> it's tough, no, right? The first, uh, the, uh, the, tough. the week after, the weekend after the All Star break is guessing. Like, yeah. um, I don't know what they did. I I saw the All Star game in a home run derby, but they've had a couple days off, right? Travel plans, and then. But this is the worst weekend, I think, to bet baseball all season. Maybe opening weekend. It's too much guesswork for me. I have no idea who's winning this game. I really don't. I like under. I'll tell I you thought, that. I thought about it. I didn't yeah. bet it. I thought about it. It came close. It was eight. I thought about taking it last night. I didn't yeah. bet it. I was like, maybe. Talati just came in and said it. Unders to play in the Astros-Angels game. I agree with you, Talati. This is yeah. good. The kid's still up there thinking. Staying on, staying in, in tune with everything. I love it. Mets have the Dodgers. We talked about the Mets in the month of July. <laughs> they open the second half with the Dodgers. They're home dogs today. We shall see, right? Can't figure some of these games. Like, it's just automatic that the Dodgers are favored. Like, it is I mean, still Verlander. I mean, coming out of the, the I mean, Mets coming played out, as good as they played in months going into this break. They're dogs today. Rhombuses and parallelograms are coming on the Mets. Do you think so? Yeah, they'll be on with, the Mets. With Verlander going today? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they'll okay. slide that number. That that closes Pickham or Mets slightly favored. I'm not saying that's right, but I they they can't resist the price on the Mets. If you give them Mets plus at home, they're going to take it. Interesting. Burned and Athcraft today. Reds are home dogs to Milwaukee. The total being 10, are we just going to set this and forget it? Is the Reds just 10 every day and it doesn't matter who's pitching? Might be 10 and a half. Burns pitching is a game with a 10 and a half number? Cincinnati. That's I what know. the ball does there. It goes out. It's That's what that lineup does. They hit. Right. This is, yes, I think 10 is a good number. 10 and a half is better. You like yeah. over? Oh, I like over 10. For sure. Interesting. Yeah, let them bet it. You can if this continues in mm-hmm. Cincinnati, seriously. Right. Your days of nine there, bye-bye. Nine and a half with juice over to start will go to ten quick. It doesn't matter who's pitching. Who on Cincinnati's gonna make you go under? Oh, nobody on Cincinnati. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> when they're at home. I mean, unless Cy Young's coming back or Sandy Koufax. But Burns could go seven and give up a run. He hasn't been Burns of past. Mm. So, no, I like over. Interesting. Uh, we'll get uh, – Jay Cornegay should be by here in a little bit, in a couple of minutes. So, we'll do a couple more things before we Excellent. get to Jay from the Superbook. Darvish um, and Sanchez. Yeah, this is good. This is a good matchup. Yeah. He's been, I mean, I, I almost bet the Phillies today because Sanchez has been. <sighs> what in the world numbers could my odds maker buddies be looking at to have the Phillies be dogs today? 
I'd be screaming in a room, <laughs> flip it. <laughs> Just flip it. Let them bet the Padres, please. You I don't want to give money? away the plus on the Phillies. Like, we're supposed to take the bets. I This one screamed out to me. Now, the problem is that the Padres, I didn't look at the splits yet. Maybe they hit lefties good. You know, that lineup is stacked to on the right-hand side. That's fine. But what? It's because Sanchez at home has a 4.11 ERA. I do not care about well, you that yet why? at all. You don't? If you care about them hitting lefties. First time what? he's pitched against them, right? Against the Padres? Um, I believe that's correct. Yes. He's only pitched against five teams all year. Give me that. Give me that lefty stuff against the team. Hasn't seen time. him. Hasn't seen him. The way the Phillies bullpen's been the last month. His splits are wacko. Sanchez has a 0.9 ERA on the road with an opposing batting average of 147. At home, it's 411 with opposing batting average of 279. Dramatically. Put it to the chat right now because we're going to do the roll calls here after Jay Cornegay joins us. We got Padres, SD, or PHI? Who wins a game tonight? Mm. SD or PHI? I lean towards the Phillies, but I couldn't. Four people put right now. We got a big crowd in here right now. I would say Phillies. You think so? Darvish on the road's pretty good, no? Yeah, they're going to listen to you, though. They know what you're going with. You're going with the Phillies. I like the Phillies. It's obvious. Yes. You're going to, you're putting your thumb on the scale at the moment by how you're talking about this. Everyone knows you like the Phillies. I do like the Phillies. So they're going to ride with you, which is fine. I, I think I almost, I agree with you. I almost bet the Phillies, and I didn't because of the home ERA of Sanchez. He scares me. Right. I was like, man, it's like, I want to take that, but I'm afraid to take that just simply on the size of the number going, all right, the book's like Darvish. San Diego equally needs to get their button gear. Huh. I mean, they got to get going. This is, see, this is great. This is why we do the show. And again, if you watch the show live, thank you very much. If you don't come in mm. at the ish time every day around 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific, two o'clock Eastern Pacific or Eastern PM at Boston versus the book on the YouTube the chat is flowing. Good. S-D-P-H-I. 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 P-H-I. S-D. P-H-I. S-D. This is split. This is exactly what this line is supposed to be then. This is good. O-D-U, Mikey. Awesome. Hold it strong. I'm surprised. Are you surprised by that? No. No. Darvish's name recognition, one, two, exactly what you just said. San Diego has to get going, right? What yeah. better way to start a weekend series in Philadelphia than with Darvish and a win? How about the total in this game? Nine and a half? Over. See, I like under. But I expect a good outing from Sanchez. But if his home splits are bad, maybe he, maybe yeah. he doesn't. But I like I like Philly and under in a game. So hmm. I Montgomery. Philly Philadelphia over. guy said, I'm biased, but Sanchez has been great. Great. On the road, he's been great. Not at home. He hasn't won a game yet at home. He's 0-2. I'm just saying. Oh. He's 0-2 with a 4.11 ERA and opposing batting average of over oh. 250. He's not he's on the road. He's 0.9. He's been very good on the road. I'll give you that. Okay. Not at home. And look, Philly with the bell is very similar to the Great American Ballpark. 
Like when it warms up in the summertime, that thing's a launching pad, right? A lot of runs get scored. So I don't, I don't hate that at all on your end. I don't, I don't, I don't hate that at all by saying take Phillies. I, I don't know. I still, the, I, the over might, mm, yeah, I like the Phillies. I'll give you that. But I think the over may be the better play there just because I don't think Sanchez is going to be sharp. But that's the problem, right? Coming out of the all-star break, what do these guys do? Did they go to the Caribbean and drink their weight in rum? Or did they hang, you know, go and work on and watch film and get ready for the second half of the year? You think any of them came and watched the summer league? Uh, we know, well, Jay, uh, who is here? Because they were at the fights and then they're at the summer league. There were baseball players who were, were potentially, there were some guys in town, yes. Baseball players, there were some that, that were in town. I just know, like from my past in the book, Mm -hmm. I'd see guys on their all-star break in Vegas. (laughs) Just saying. That would work. All right. You want to get our guy Jay Cornegay on here? Is Jay already here? Jay's already here. Jay's prompt on time. Thank you. Let me get, I got my hat ready for Jay. I got the super book sports lid. Got it all. Yeah, good to go. Yeah, let's, let's get him on. He's one Mr. Jay Cornegay coming on, on the program on BVB. Get Jay in the big box. Here. Look at I, Jay. I, got, I got him on the big box. We're, 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 we're all good. How are you, sir? Are you can you hear us? Hey, I can hear you loud and clear. You guys talking about me? Always. Yeah, we kind of were, Jay. Good to see you, sir. How how was Colorado? You, you, you got the vacation in. I tell people all the time in this business – you got to get out of Vegas in the summer because what's coming with football season and everything else. And we'll get to that in a second with the contest and everything else you guys are doing, but did you have a good trip? I, I saw you golfing. You look like you could swing a golf club a little bit. Uh, well, that was my son. Okay. <laughs> that I sent out there, but thank you, Dave. I really appreciate it. Now, now he's, now he's a stick, man. He He's about a five. <laughs> So Whoa, I, 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 had, I was within one of him, like going into number 16. And uh, we were playing this uh, um, Lynx course in Steamboat Springs, Colorado, in the middle of the mountains, a Lynx course, right? Wow. And uh, I was within one and I doubled number 16. And I let him off the hook. Damn it. <laughs> Before we get to football in the NFL, as being, As being a CSU, a CSU guy, guy, how are you feeling about Dion and the Buffs this year? Because the win total is not exactly too high right now on Colorado. Oh, I can't wait for this. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I I just I I have a friend that gave me a CU jacket of all things. Really? And I've been waiting for this collapse in Boulder that's gonna happen. All right. You know, I you know, what is their win total? Three and a half? Three and a half. Yeah. I'll give him three. <laughs> and then I'm going to do something special with that jacket. Believe me. <laughs> this is perfect. This is exactly what we talked about. I said, the first question we got to get Jay is about the, the Colorado win total, because it's a big buzz in the space in a content space. Now we know it's a little slow in the book, you know, in the summertime, but how much action comes in on these college football season win totals we're breaking down conferences each day you know we're going to talk about the sec conference today but like comparatively college football season wins and stuff like that versus pro football season wins and stuff like that what do you see well when we talk about the nfl and nfl is king you know we all know that and it just it consistently rolls in 
These bets are coming in all the time, every single day. You know, college is, um, I don't know, it comes in periodically. You know, you get waves of it at times where it's like, oh, something came in. You know, I was just looking at and, and looking at some of these college uh, teams, you know, whether it's Clemson. I mean, that, you know, that schedule just yells playoffs. You know, it's such an easy schedule. You know, and then you look at, you know, Penn State, that new QB, which I can't think of his name right now. But, it, but, it's, um, but it's, it's over, right? That's over. That, that looks like an over. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at, uh, I don't know, teams like um, – Michigan, Texas, Texas. I know a lot of people are talking about Texas, but I mean, you were, I mean, if, if you would have been healthy, I mean, that's a team that could have beat Alabama last year if he was healthy. Oh. But um, now you look at, uh, I don't know about Michigan, um, but there's going back to your original question, Dave, it's the action on college, you know, isn't as consistent as the pros, as you can imagine. It just comes in in waves. You know, all of a sudden you get two or three days. Wow, a lot of bets on college. And then it's quiet for a little bit. And uh, then it picks up again. So, um, but NFL is still king. It remains king. And I don't think anybody's going to knock them off that throne. Well, let's go to NFL. And you guys are back with the Super Contest. You guys have been doing this for a long time. You are now open to taking entries for the Super Contest. What's new this year? What are you guys excited about? Well, we, we, um, we're really promoting our in-season uh, contest there, Matt. And that's, you know, we got 11 in-season contests. You know, we have three six-week contests. We have six three-week contests, three six-week contests. Is that confusing? Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I admit it. I always get, I always screw that up. It's, so there's three <laughs> six-week contests. Okay. And there are six three-week three contests, contests. Yes. and okay. two nine-week contest right then the overall but uh, some good cash we got such good positive feedback and i know there's another there's another company out there and and right. uh, we're, we're friends with those guys you know a couple of them worked with us over the years and and uh you know god bless them they you know they're they're putting all that money out there that's just a different contest the super contest now is a uh, multiple ways to win um it's uh taken off we started taking entries uh beginning of this month where you know and we're off to a really good start but um uh, it's just a different contest than what it used to be. It's just number of 12 different ways to win. So yeah, let's, yeah. let's break that down for a second. So essentially it's, you get hot for three weeks. What, what, what's the ballpark you could win if you win one of the three week runs? 50 dimes. Well, you got, uh, yeah, 75, I think 75. And I knew you were going to ask me this. And I was like, uh, I'm like, <laughs> that's all right. I think it's, I think it's 75 and 50 Jay. That's yeah, amazing. Five, fifty, and twenty-five. I think for the right. three weeks, but it's like top three for the three weeks. You get twenty-five, ten, and five, and um, but don't hold me to that. So it's and, five uh, games, though, right? It's still five picks a week. Oh yeah, five picks against a week. The format's still the same. It's Format's five picks against the week or against uh, each week and uh, against the spread, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, so every three weeks we're going to be dishing out, you know. Uh, I don't know, close to 50,000 each uh, three weeks. And then another um, 75 to 100 on the uh, six-week contest. And on the nine-week contest, I believe we pay off the top um, five. Five. Yeah. Yeah, 75,000 for that. So, yeah, I'm a good amount of cash. When you get down there and you have, and let's say in week six, and you got, you're got you online for 25,000, yeah, I'm going to be paying attention. Sure. <laughs> it's It's such a cool thing. And I mean, I've lived here 20 years. 
I participated in the contest with partners. Um, Matt and I did the reboot, which yeah. is the back end contest. And now we're working with the proxy service called the brigade proxy service. So we're going to bring people in. I'll see you all summer. You know, they, they come and we're going to sign them up. You can live anywhere in the country. As long as you have a proxy putting in your picks, you have, you know, the regular super contest, you have the reboot later. What's the goal? The goal is like the, the upper echelon. This one separates you from the other place in town and other contests in town. This is a high buy-in kind of winner take all deal, right? Yeah. It's not kind of, it is definitely a winner take all. Okay. Uh, we, you know, the thing about when you talk about the gold, it's the same format as a super contest, five games each week against the spread, right? One point for a winner. Uh, you get a half point for a push uh, for the 18 weeks of the regular season, $5,000 entry fee, winner take all. And when you look at it, it's, uh, I think the last year was like 480,000 or something like that for the winner. Uh, but it's the big boys, but you also, you know, if, if you have that much confidence, you know, and you want to go up against those big boys, that's the contest you do because you're, you're going to probably get around a hundred entries somewhere right around there. Right. And, uh, with the winner take all, you know, you're not getting crumbs. You get the whole <laughs> enchilada, right? <laughs> it's unbelievable. When you guys put the lines together, cause they come out obviously before the games on Sunday, What's the philosophy? Are you trying to get ahead of the move? Are you trying to predict what the move's going to be? Because the numbers are stagnant, they're static, and obviously the move, the numbers change on Saturday, Sunday before kickoff. When you guys put the numbers out, what's the philosophy into making the lines for these contests? Yeah, okay, for the contests, I, I want to make sure that's clear because that's a yeah, little yeah. different than what we do on a regular basis, somewhat. Oh, yeah. But on, on, on a week to week basis, you know, we do the same thing. We sit there and we, we try to put a solid market number up there and we put that up. I, I believe we're still up there first, 4.30 Pacific time before anybody else on Sundays and about 15 minutes to 30 minutes later, then you'll see, you know, a widespread of, of uh, operators uh, posting uh, those weekly numbers on the contest, Matt, uh, we, we uh, work on those on Wednesday, Wednesday night, and we do exactly what you said. Do we try to predict where, these lines are going to go. And most of the time we're, we're pretty good at it. We think that, you know, this, the current number, which might be four, we do believe it might finish at five. So we will probably put up four and a half on something like that. And, uh, um, not only, uh, we, we try to make them as strong as we can because you're right. Yes. They become stale, but everybody's playing from the same tees. I tell everybody it's everybody's playing. You don't have right. an advantage or a disadvantage. Everybody is playing from the same tees. You're looking at the same lines, you know, whether you look at it on Wednesday night or Saturday, I would recommend later <laughs> if you can do it. All right. You know, get your proxy service in line and uh, make sure that uh, you can, uh, you know, put them in as late as you can each week. So you've got operations now in other States, everything started here in Vegas you're spreading your wings. You're, you're, you're in Arizona, Colorado, um, Iowa, uh, New Jersey. I saw uh, Maryland. You got the place at Camden Yards, it looks like. Can you believe what's happened in this business, Jay, for as long as you've been in it, back in the Imperial Palace days, to now and what's happening just in general in the space? No. I, I, we... we, we we, 
we we look around sometimes you know we kind of do the ferris bueller thing you know you got to look around every once in a while and enjoy it or it's going to pass you by and to think of where we came from because we were let's let's face it we were the bad boys taking bets on you know in some in some words were you're taking bets on our kids and yeah, i'm like yeah. uh well yeah you can do it too if you want um but uh the um it's uh it, it's it's amazing because i was definitely in that boat of that's never going to happen wow. right back in the day i just mm-hmm. i mean the way they treated us the way the leagues really frowned upon our you know business as well um to do a 180 degree turn as we have done over the last few years is amazing to to see the superbook logo at Camden Yards. I mean, come on, right? <laughs> Have you like, been to the book there? Have you been oh, to that book? Well, it's a it's Dave, it's a bar restaurant right now. Okay. It's a super book bar and restaurant inside Camden Yards. The only way you can access it is actually being in the ballpark. Okay. Right. We also have signage right by the scoreboard and we have some outside. But I yes, I have been there. It's amazing. It really is. Oh, I, I mean, can't wait to I, go. Just a uh, yeah. I mean, it, where's uh, it's right in the same spot where Dempsey's used to be. Okay. But it is, you know, and I'm going to tell you something. The Orioles have been fantastic. Mm. Great partners welcoming us with both arms. Want us want us to succeed in Maryland. They're doing everything and up, above and beyond what we've asked for above and beyond what our agreement is. So they have been just fantastic and we couldn't be happier working with them out in Maryland. Now, are you heavy on Orioles futures given what the birds have been doing this summer? I mean, Oriole fans are pretty fired up about this team in Maryland. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I keep trying to tell, you know, my executives, like, because what happened with the Knights out here, Right, right. Right. Okay. Yeah. We lost on the Knights. I go and I go, I guess, you know, if the Orioles win it or Ohio State (laughs) wins it, (laughs) right. Or the Tennessee Volunteers win it, you know, we're not going to do very well in that state. You better prepare for it. So, yes, we are high on the Orioles in Maryland. So that's that's a unique thing that came with being in other states. Now you have local, you know, because for years, local bookies used to root against the local team silently, you know, because they would get hurt. But we live here in Vegas and you talked about the Knights and that, that hurt, but you're a Denver guy. I know this. And we got the Raiders here and we've talked a lot about the division and all this other stuff. Now I kind of said that Russ was done last year. Is Russ done? Are you, I mean, like Peyton's there, Broncos, Jay, don't, don't, you don't have to, you know, you can, you can bring your fandom out here. I'm not asked, take your bookmaker hat off and all this other shit. Just give it to me straight, Jay. Broncos season wins. Are we going to the playoffs? Yes or no? All right. First of all, yes, I agreed with you last year. It was just a fiasco. I mean, as soon as he game one against Seattle, ran out the clock and decided what it was kicking a 58 yard field goal. I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> this season is going to be a disaster. Yes. I go, what is Hackett doing? Okay, that guy, mm. all right, 
we're just glad that he's moving on. That's fine. Yeah. Go, go have success somewhere yeah. else. And it's a totally different, you know, atmosphere out there, totally different than what we saw last year. It's business first. So when like last year, Russell had his own workout area, his own locker room, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and Peyton walks in and goes, that's not happening. You're working <laughs> out with everybody else. Right. Yeah. And um, the play calling was just, just Terrible. got awful. I mean, Terrible. come on. I was like, I felt like, I'm not sure if this is true, but it felt like first down the Broncos mm-hmm. ran up the middle all the time. It, it felt like, yeah, yeah, it felt like 65, 70% of the time. 70% problem. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So, yes, I do think Peyton is going to make Russell better. The defense is fantastic. They yeah. really upgraded their offensive line. So when you look at over under eight and a half wins, yeah, I'm over. Okay. I'm going to go over. Right. Um, in fact, I, I would take plus 190 to make the playoffs. I really think that there's only I, I really do think they're gonna push Cincinnati or Kansas City a little bit. I really do. Wow. And I'm I took my bookmaker hat off. I got my oh, fan hat on. I get it. People are gonna go, you homer. Uh but if you would have talked to me last year on that Monday night game, I would have said this team is doomed. This all right. That's this is a different year. Different coaching staff, different attitude. I'm going to tell you, Williams, that the running back is, he's tremendous. Mm. I know he's coming back from injury, but he is going to be tremendous. And okay. um, I know that they're, they're going to try to run the ball first a little bit, but the play calling is going to be um, a little different. I mean, <laughs> you know, when, 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 when last year, when they were able to run the ball, you think they would run a little play action. Maybe once in a while that would probably be maybe, just, but they just kept on running it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I uh, expect some good things out of Denver this year. Uh, Two parter. One, you guys have a big weekend coming up in August. Tell the folks a little bit about what's happening for the Super Contest weekend that will happen in August. And then, secondly, for, if I'm at home and I've never come to Vegas or I haven't come to the Westgate to see the Superbook, what's it like to be there on NFL Sunday? What's the vibe that you're going to experience coming into Vegas and going to the Superbook? Yeah. If- well, um, Super Contest Weekend is scheduled for August 19th. We have a little uh, 18th and 19th. We have a um, we invite a bunch of handicappers. Uh, you know, the proxies will be there as well, and uh, we will get uh, uh, you know the, the football season rolling. That's what it was you know, intended for. It was basically to get everybody out there, sign up for, and take care of their season bets. We get a you know we we give out raffle tickets to win. Um, Super contest uh, entry. Jay, we're coming, just so you know. <laughs> Matt and I are coming. We'll be there. I'll, I'll reserve you a seat. Thank you. Thank you. Right, I'll be there. Thank you. Know, we'll be there. Well, you should play. In the, and Saturday, we have the golf event, right? That's probably and, what we're going to do, the whole yeah, thing. Well, yes. yeah. we got people watching all over the country that are coming that weekend. And we're trying to explain to them you can come do this contest weekend thing and see us, but sign up for the contest. Golf? What else? Yeah. Golf? We got uh, – well, we – you know, we got um, um, we got the thing on Friday, which is basically mm-hmm. a cocktail party. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's really right. informal. Everybody's hanging out by the bar and talking. And uh, it's uh, let's let's put it uh, as a super book bash, maybe. Let's call it. Like that. it. There you go. That's okay. fine. 
right? And uh, then uh, the golf, and then we have the big raffle, which we give away. Uh, well, the entire weekend, I believe we're giving away 10 super contest entries. Oh, wow. All right. So, um, so I think we already have 80 golfers signed up and we just, we just started taking entries uh, two weeks ago and 80 of the hundred are already taken. So it really is taken off. Um, and uh, basically outside of that, it's just recovering on Sunday. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing that's going to be happening. And then what's it like to be in the Superbook for what you guys do on Sundays? Because it's an experience that I think everybody needs to have. You're a big football fan. Your place is unbelievable on Sundays. It is. Uh, you know, thanks, Matt. And that was the second part of your your, your second question. Um, and um, it's it's amazing. I mean, if you haven't been out, I mean, Las Vegas is amazing. Let's let's put that out there. Uh, but watching the games in the Superbook, I mean, there's really it's uh, an experience that if you haven't done it, and maybe you've already done it, but uh, you it will be packed. You won't see the carpet. <laughs> yep. We have thirty thousand square feet. We are the largest race and sports book, by the way. Yes. Um, yes. You know, by cubic feet, but you know, um, our good friends there. That's I always like to poke fun at them. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they they have a great venue as well. But uh, you know, we're very proud of ours, and uh, it's uh, it's just electric. You know. You know, I just I can't think of a better place to go watch NFL Sunday games each and every Sunday to have these massive 20 by 20 screens showing all the games because you know how we are. OK, in the football betting world, we don't bet just one game. No. You know, we're going to have a number of games that we have action on. <laughs> we have a number of games that we have fantasy players on. So we want to see the whole thing. And that's what uh, we're able to present. We do give the 360 degree experience here. You know, we we have great food, great service. Uh, the bar is uh, just tremendous to be at. And, um, you know, we I think we know how to do it right there. The whole thing works. There's no question. I've spent many of Sundays, Saturdays there as well. It's fantastic. Um, last one for me, Jay, before I let you go, or, or Matt has one more. Has the traffic here messed you up as much as it's messed us up in vegas right now like driving around town it's like i've been here 20 years i've never seen it like this it's crazy is it not it is absolutely crazy i just came in late today and i took a different route over by unlv uh-huh it's a freaking mess oh, it's okay. I, I don't know if you saw it but i i tweeted out a picture of those cones saying that's oh. in the back a flower, right? Yes. Amen. <laughs> and it, it because they're everywhere. I so they, it's amazing. Even in our neighborhood, they were repaving the roads. They're still cold. They wait they, a second. Are they are you they driving the Grand Prix through your neighborhood? I, I don't know. Maybe they are because you know what? I'm gonna sit right out there for with a cooler, of course. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot cheaper. Than, you know, so it's i i don't get it dave i i well oh. i know what they're trying to do right they're yeah. they're gearing up for the foot or the end of the football season the super bowl is here right right okay of course we got the f1 in october oh. and uh i don't know everybody's coming in town talking about that sphere thing you know oh. and, and they're redoing all the roads right around there but you <laughs> know what when, when, when they i will admit some of the things that they've already completed over by UNLV and Paradise Road and 
um, Virgin and yeah, you name it. It does look pretty good. When oh, they, it's going to look great when it's yeah, done. It, it's, 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 pain. Pain. Yeah. it's a lot it's of pain. pain. Right now, we're feeling the pain. It's a lot <sighs> of heart. You know, everybody's got to take a breath. It was a lane change, okay? Lane change. Four lanes to one is what it's turned into. It's just ridiculous. The bottleneck is what it is. Last one, we'll get, get on this. Oakland A's becoming the Las Vegas A's. If they do come here, should they rebrand? Um, I'm old. <laughs> so I remember all those uh, fantastic A uh, A's teams back then, and you know Stewart and Ricky and those those the, the Bash brothers, you uh-huh. know. And I used to root for them when I was uh, a little kid. Um, I I know there's a lot of different opinions out there. I prefer that they keep the brand. Um, I think that. Uh, um, I don't, I'm not going to say Las Vegas athletics rolls right off my tongue. <laughs> Mainly because of their record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. So, uh, but I, I could tell you, I just think everything would be a lot of attitudes would be different if they were good. You know, oh. everybody's concerned that they're going to come into Vegas and win 40 games or something. I go, according to the owner, and I know his history and background, but they are planning to spend a lot more money, just kind of like in major league, right? Uh, they're going to, once they moved, you know, the team from Cleveland yeah. to Miami, they're going to spend more money, right? right, right. Uh, that's what's going to happen here. And I, I hope they're being truthful with that because I know they will, they'll, they'll struggle like any other team. If you put a product on a field like that, you know, fans are just not going to come. I don't care how good the venue is. Yeah. Amen. Jay, thank you so much for the time. We'll be thanks, seeing you Jay. soon this summer. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Jay Cornegay from the Superbook joining us here on the Boston University of the Book. Good to get him on the program. That was yes, a lot sir. of fun to get him on. Hold on one second. Let me just get rid of all this stuff and get back to nice where work. We need to be. Nice work. One more. We're good. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff there. Always great to get in. And really, if you guys haven't been to the Superbook, it is. It is something to see. It's, it's really, really an impressive, impressive, fun Sunday. Electric is a good word for it because it's a lot of fun. And you spend many a Sundays down there. They have so much on the menu. Like when you walk in, I, I park in the back, but like when you walk into the book, the rows of sheets. Yeah. I mean, the amount of guys they have in the admin department <laughs> just to do the sheets. They Every soccer league in the world, they have numbers. Mm. They do more individual player stuff for NFL season than anybody. They do some crazy stuff for hockey. Sherman, Jeff Sherman is a golf. He's crazy with the golf, and he's constantly testing himself to put out more stuff. So, you know, and and Ed does an unbelievable job with the football, both college and pro. And, I mean, I've had a lot of guys that worked there in the past and worked there now, and John Murray's – a good friend of mine and has done a lot of work to grow the thing. It's a fun place to hang out. If you need a Vegas book with great screens and somewhere to watch a lot of games, it's as good as any book in town. Yeah. It's one A, one B. I mean, I've got two books I bet that the most. And you know, it's it's, exactly. it's super books right there as well. I mean, and it and the brand, he's right. The Orioles being out there, it's kind of wild to see the super book being in right. Vegas, being here for seven years, and then seeing an, an Orioles game and seeing a Vegas brand in Maryland. Yep. It's neat. It's like, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> it's very cool. So the car is a good alternative too. It's um, a unique idea though, right? I mean, to break it up and have that many mini contests, because we talk about this all the time, like, awesome. you know, winning a four week contest going 18, one in one, our friend Carmine did it. It's not, it's hard, but it's not impossible. A three week tournament going 15 and oh, hard, but not impossible. You can do I can it. I'll tell you this. You go four and one and five and oh in any stretch. Yeah. You're nine and one going into the last week. You're alive. You ain't sleeping. <laughs> you get five games away from, from 75 times. Yeah. Like we did it. Uh, no, that was two years ago. We, when we did the contest, we the did reboot. the reboot last yeah. year, I think, but we were, we were with people that were right there. It's fun. It's yeah. a different sweat. There's less people in it. Has pluses and minuses. Well, I think guys, people get lost on the idea of like, okay, look, do I want to win a million dollars? Yeah, I want to win a million dollars. Yeah, but if I give you a pretty good shot of winning seventy five or fifty thousand, what are you going to say? No, <laughs> like, right? You don't, you don't want fifty thousand dollars? Like, it's still a large sum of money that you could win in fifty x your entry is pretty damn good, no doubt. And and you can do it twice. You can, right. you, you know, you can be in it. You can, if you have a good three week period, you're going to be in the running for the six week contest. Right. You know, point. Yeah. and then if that's just still in the beginning of the first half, the nine week contest is live. And then you're always going for the whole season contest. So the contest within the contest was a great twist. I, I gave him credit for that. I like yeah. it. It's fun. Um, and again, you guys, if you're coming to town, you want to sign up for that. We can sign you up there yep. as well with the proxy service. Put your area codes in right now. I want to go through and do roll call Friday. I said we would do it after Jay. And uh, so we're a couple minutes behind. But please, you guys, we've got a nice crowd in here. Put your area code where you're from, ideally the city behind it, in case we don't recognize it. But, I mean, I see some familiar faces in here. B2 Bar Down is in here. Michael Callow. Michael Callow? Did he say Callow or Gallo? Is that Gallo with a G? Mr. Freeze, 32. Addison, Rainmaker, 512. Boys are all filing in have been for about an hour now. So thank you guys for being here. Do you want to roll with it now? We will roll with it in a little while. Well, they're, they're just starting to put the roll call. Okay. The, so the, the we'll, let's do, in. let's do one. Then we'll go back to, to it. Let's that's fine. Let's, let's hop in here yes. with our, well, cause it's, it's right. It's, it's good. Brigade Proxy Service. We just talked to Jay Cornegay from the Westgate Superbook and the Super Contest. Super Contest started the whole thing, which is really something that people lose sight yes. on sometimes. I mean, this is what they began. It's their baby. These football high-end, high-entry, you know, this was at the time when they first started, it was designed to separate the handicappers, the men from the boys, if you will. And I never, when I first started getting involved in, in sports betting and really Twitter, I remember seeing everyone's bio had their rank and their record and what they finished in the super contests. If they came in yeah. the top, top 15, yeah. it was 2000 yeah. and no 2016 15th in the Westgate super contest. It was a real badge of honor as to where you finished. If you cashed in the super contest. And then we saw Damon Graham, the Starbucks barista win the damn thing. And it changed everything. And everybody went, Whoa, wait a minute. And it now has become what it is. So the, you know, the Superbook has really, they're the ones that started this whole contest craze and they saw it. And then, you know, people who are from a farmer first, a barista second, and then goodbye. It went nuts. There's people still living off of winning it 
25 years ago. Hell yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that we know that are talking about it then. And my stories is, is one of great heartache, heartache when (laughs) they paid the top 30 spots and we finished 31st half a point out of the money. And we had a shot going into that last weekend of picking up a six figure payout and went two and three instead of three and two. Dang. And that was about a $20,000 swing. And a season of angst. Uh, a quick story today. You guys were one. I think it's really cool what's going on with the service because we're starting to pick up some real momentum. We're signing up another contest tonight. We're doing another one Sunday night. We did we're one get, yesterday. Getting calls at night. Hey, how does this work? I mean, it's, oh, I forgot it's, about it's, that guy. It could be two today. I forgot we could have two guys going today. Gonna, wait, I'm waiting for yeah. Nate. Nate from Boston to call and say, hey. Um, I see a I'm six one. Buy. I see a six one seven area code, and I'm taping the juice. I'm like, "What the hell is that? Six one seven? It's nine thirty at night. Like it's midnight at home. Like who's calling me from home at midnight? Well, the guy happened to be here. So <laughs> he's, yeah, he's I, truck I reached back out to Nate, and he said, "Let me sober up and, <laughs> and see if because I was I'm at Circa, and I I, I want to do it, but I'm not sure. Right. Call me in the morning." Take two and call me in the morning. So it's phenomenal. So we could do two today. So we won yesterday, two today, one Sunday. The momentum really is cool. 702-570-8255 is the text number. 702-570-8255. I've now memorized it. That is the number for the brigade. 570. Nice. John Stallworth and uh, Sergey Gonchar for you Pittsburgh guys. So that is our text line or email brigadeproxy at gmail.com. Very cool to see folks. We got someone coming in from Omaha tonight or to, to, to do that. I guess, I guess Lincoln, sorry, from Nebraska tonight. So that was cool. Right. So from my days back in Omaha, I, I it's, it's very, very cool. We got Iowa people and Nebraska people. We got people from California. It's, it's all very cool. So we're looking forward to seeing all you guys coming up here over the next couple of weeks and seeing what happens in the month of August, because if we're this busy in July, Oh boy, what are we going to be seeing in the month of August as to what's about to come down? Coming. Vegas has a problem. Josh Jacobs is not going to show up to camp without a new deal. Mm. That's not the topic. The topic is the value of running back. Dalvin Cook doesn't have a team. Josh Jacobs wants a new deal. Are running backs just like we don't care anymore? Like it just if you're a back, can you even hold out? Are the Raiders even going to be upset if Josh Jacobs? Holds out in Mrs. Camp. Well, look at Saquon. Right. And and the Giants. I mean, it just, no. I I said it on another show earlier this week. Has the NFL running back position ever been less value than it is right now? No, I don't think it ever has. It used to be everything. Yes. Fantasy-wise. Yes. Success-wise for teams. You had to have a guy. And you had to make sure that if that guy got hurt, there was at least another guy able to carry the load. Now it's like, eh, just we'll get somebody to run. And it's not even part of the game plan nearly as much as it used to be. I still think it's somebody's just going to take it kind of like the Titans did and say, we're going to pass a lot less because we got a guy and he's Patriots. healthy and run it a lot and play good defense. That's the Patriots and the Steelers this year. Yeah, the Steelers got some wide receivers. I don't know if they're going to just you got a nausea, guy wearing nausea, but like guy wearing two gloves playing quarterback. Here we go with the two gloves thing. You're gonna you're gonna keep this. I swear, <laughs> Steelers better make the playoffs. 
able to get you two gloves to go with that umbrella hat that you never uh, wore. I I told them I'm I'm not buying it myself. You gotta send it to me. You want me to wear it? You gotta send it to me. I have no problem. I, I was fully anticipating an umbrella hat showing up at Circa for our live show, and they they whiffed. The brigade missed on that, so it's yeah, good. Well, hopefully, I, get, we'll I got the bucket hat instead. Show. I got the yeah. bucket hat instead. The bucket hats are great, by the way. Where's so, my BVB bucket hat? Bucket hats are, are, are phenomenal. So, yeah, I, I agree. They're just not there. All right, let's let's hit with the roll call Friday because we can do the SEC preview before we let go of sports grid. All right, let's see here. Eight one two Addison uh, in Bloomington, Indiana. We have a lot of people in Indiana. Uh, yeah. Guys, thank you for they can, watching. They, the they show can bet, even though their their handle has gone down four consecutive months in Indiana. That's okay. They're watching the show. They're very they busy. Are. Contained with that. Raymaker five one two in the four one two. JPC the fourth in the three one three. Detroit, Michigan. J Dow bets in the four one zero where Camden Yards is in that Superbook bar and restaurant is. Mikey awesome seven five seven ODU. Stay strong, sir. Mister Freeze. 32 in the 574. I have no idea where 574 area code is, but thank you for being here, sir. 760 Francisco Ochoa, Escondido, California. Michael Callow. Oh, Indiana. 574 is South Bend. 574 South Bend, Indiana. That's fantastic. Another Indiana guy. We got to go do a show in Indiana. I think we could pack a place. I've never been to Touchdown Jesus. Let's go. Uh, I've never seen Notre Dame. I've only driven by. Uh, I have too. I've driven through it. Yep, that's on, true. On the way out west, when I I've driven it. the exit where it says South Bend, Indiana, Notre Dame. That's all I've, I've driven by. It. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I've driven by the Colts place, um, and that still was one of the best games when uh, Bettis fumbled and they picked it up and he Ben saved the whole thing. But we'll we'll get there at some point. Chris Covey eight four three, but he's in the seven zero two. Uh, Blue Spader is in the 702 Las Vegas. Sonic in the 602 Phoenix, Arizona. Akbar, my guy, Saloev. I, I I don't know how to say his last name, but I know he's Akbar, my guy. There you go. He's in the 703 Easier. Nova. Um, Hankster V, new name in the chat. Nice. Welcome, sir. From 519 Windsor, Canada. JC from KC, as always, sir. Good to see you. Welcome. He's in the 216. It's 84 degrees in Cleveland right now. Whitrock, Iowa, 319. Lamb Vu, 212. Manhattan, New York. New York. How about that? Pierre Chevalier, 613, Ottawa. Big business down in Tejas, 361, Three Rivers, Texas. 404, Rakesh P. Welcome. 404, that's Georgia. The Is that Atlanta? 404? I think that's Atlanta. Konowinski, Konowinski, 260, yep. Fort Wayne. Brutus, if you're there, thank you for hanging out with Vinny and the kids and watching the show. Big dog. Do you see Brutus? That's a big dog. Konowinski added that picture. Um, Brandon S, 720 by way of 702. B2 bar down 719 Colorado Springs. Jesse Photo, 217, Champaign, Illinois. Oh, nice. Chef Benny's in 401, the Ocean State. What is Providence, that? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. At least it's not Connecticut, right? True. That's yeah. good. John Serrett, 304, Oak Hill, West Virginia. 
WV, Biggie J, Big John, middle of nowhere, Ohio. Again, unfortunately, Biggie J, 27. PB and Mrs. PB hold it down on Roll Call Friday down in Florida. Uh, Bear, Beer Bandit underscore 6611 is in 937 Dayton, Ohio. Nice. I'm a big We're fan of it. We're rolling in the Midwest. What I the like hell Dayton. is going on? I told on? you that a while ago. Yeah. We got some. We got It's our peeps. Graves Daily Picks, our guy nice. in Indiana, another Indiana, one, 317. My goodness, they're all coming in now. Mrs. K Dow, KD Dow, 410. Jargus, 423, Tennessee. Got a Ooh. Tennessee, another one. We're Bristol, Indiana. Oh, What's nice. What's going on in the Midwest? And well, um, Tennessee's in the Midwest. But uh, <laughs> Adam, the Adam in the 303. I don't know where 303 is. Do you know where 303 is? Uh, I'll tell you right now. 303 area code is Denver, Colorado. Man, oh, man. We're literally all over the country and international. Canada. It's, a betting, it's cool to see the betting states, though, to see like Maryland, Colorado, Indiana. Right. Tennessee. These are all states that have legalized sports betting. So it's very cool to see that. It's fantastic stuff. Neat. Good stuff, guys. All right. Let's get to, let's go. Come on. Let's let's go to the, before we let go of sports grid, Yep. the conference title conversation of the day, the big boys, the S E C simple. It is Georgia's line is minus one Oh five. Alabama at FanDuel is plus two ninety. LSU plus four 70 here, Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Ole Miss rounded out as a big long shots here. George is laying juice on this. I'm actually pretty surprised at this, to be quite honest. Why? That they're laying juice. I'm Why? surprised they're laying juice. I, I don't know, because I'm they're not. the best team. They've they been are the, the best, best team. team. We're, we're just going to go 100%. We're all in on this. Well, this is what people do. I mean, as, a, as the book, you just put up what the people want. They want Georgia. They're going to get Georgia. They're going to pay. They're going to be minus. It's Georgia and Alabama, or it's Georgia and LSU. Georgia Alabama and LSU. Not, not, there's, we can pretty much eliminate any one of the other three, right? Well, yeah, or, but here's the thing. They play at Auburn this year. Okay. What a schedule is this right now? Georgia. This is Georgia's schedule. Okay. UT Martin Skyhawks. So skip, skip everybody. Skip everybody all the way out to Georgia. Okay. Just go all the way down to Georgia. They're not going to be pushed by anybody that they're playing until they get to Jordan Hare Stadium on the 30th of September. Then they got Auburn. Then they play Kentucky. Then they play at Vanderbilt. Okay. They should win every game up to the bye week. But their their schedule, Florida, Missouri, Ole Miss. Tennessee, Georgia Tech are awful, but they could lose one game. It's possible. They could lose a game in there. Which and then one? I think they could lose to, at Tennessee. Okay. They could lose to Florida. Okay. So, or lose them both. Ooh, they, could lose, they could lose them what? both. Okay. If that were to happen, obviously, you know, this is Alabama's schedule. Crimson Tide. Texas week two monster won't matter for the sec though. Just for the college football playoffs, Alabama can lose that game. Texas can beat them. They've got home games, Ole Miss, and then they go at Mississippi state and at Texas A&M Alabama stunk on the road last year. I'm saying this, I'm not putting it past Alabama to have two losses in the first half of their season before the buy before the buy. 
Texas, A&M, and Tennessee. Those three teams, they could lose two of those games. That's fine. That's, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. This LSU, that this list, I mean, this is hard. LSU at home, tough game. Ole Miss at Miss State at Texas A&M, come back for Arkansas. Yep, and Tennessee, and then home against Tennessee. Wow, that's it. I mean, that, I give them credit. That's a decent stretch because how they get Middle Tennessee at the top, and the, somebody named the Chattanooga Mocks. That's what they always do. They always have that. Joke. I know, it's but the I mean, team. It's a it's a line on that game is before hundred. If there what is a the line hell? on, it. yeah. If, if if they're, but that's before the Iron Bowl, which always. But the Iron Bowl is on the road this year. Okay, so what's LSU schedule? You got LSU schedule? I do. LSU schedule is this first game against Florida State. Doesn't matter because it's not an SEC game, but that's tough. Grambling tough doesn't, doesn't matter. Grambling doesn't matter. Then at Mississippi State, should be a win, but not that easy. Okay. At Ole Miss, okay. Tough. Just missed Arkansas. Yeah, I'm just missing Arkansas completely, especially okay. at home. At Missouri should be a W. Auburn at Baton Rouge is going to be an interesting game. They'll annihilate Army. Then they play their last four games. Three of the four, not easy for LSU. At Alabama, home for Florida, home for AM. Which, by the way, that Gator game, LSU, Florida better be at night. Please make that at night. That'll be an unbelievable atmosphere. It's phenomenal that like every time TBA is, is it's every game on this schedule except those first three or TBA is they can move them around. Yeah, because like they're good. Games. They're going to yeah. night. They're going night games. Right, exactly. <laughs> they're good. They're going. It's, it's yeah. night because LSU right. will say, "Give us games at night," because there is nothing better as a college football fan so, than to go watch LSU at night. Yeah, Penn State's night's pretty good too. Um, you mean the Cajuns? They eat better. Some good food at the Penn State games too at night. Um, who's more likely to lose more games based on the schedules? LSU Alabama. Or Alabama. Alabama. Really? Alabama. I'm telling you, I this, this I I am not high on Bama this year. I'm just, I mean, the head to head matchup is going to decide who plays Georgia in the championship game. Probably so, and it's at Alabama, so that's tough for LSU. They got to go in there and win. They've not gone in wow. Tuscaloosa and won in a long time. Hmm. Man, oh man. The SEC this year is going to be so fun. It is so, I think it is so wide open. I really do. I don't wide think Georgia's at the top. It's not a deep conference. Disagree with you. You think Texas AM is good? Good enough. AM, Ole Miss. Put those odds back up for all the teams, please. This is to win the conference, though. Not the national right. championship. I understand. So, for real, like Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Mississippi are a legit shot to win this conference? No, but that's not the question. You're talking about the depth of the conference. I'm talking about that they are. that's a deep conference. There's some good teams there. There's three good teams and some mediocre teams. Stop with the SEC. Mediocre. Medi- mediocre. It's all, it's all, this is where we talk. Uh, this is, I, this is, the, this come is on. Not, this is not mediocre. This is, you got, you got that SEC bias, like this some is, of these national it, media people. This is right? not, it's not even a bias. It's a fact. Texas A&M is good. When have they been good? good? They're I'm good Jimbo. enough. Jimbo, Jimbo's good enough. I mean, they're, I mean, I would take, I would take the bottom of the SEC over the bottom of the Big Ten. Come on. Big Ten's That's garbage. Sh- bottom of the Big Ten's trash. Indiana, Purdue, they're trash compared to SEC teams. They get routed. 
Bottom of the Big 12 is is trash compared to the bottom of the SEC. The bottom of the SEC is caca. I disagree with that point. I don't know. Well, who is the bottom of the SEC? That's the problem. If who's on the bottom? Okay, Missouri's bad. I'll give you that. Vanderbilt's bad. I'll give you that. But after that. Okay. Well, that's uh-oh. just like Purdue and Indiana. That's, uh-oh. Well, I, I would actually put those all over, over Vanderbilt. But I think from a Big Ten perspective, it's Northwestern. And then... <laughs> You well, know. Northwestern's garbage. So it's, it's off, the, it's off the map. I don't even know what to, I, I have <laughs> no. no idea even what to talk. I like it's even uncomfortable to talk about. You right. said they fired a baseball coach. Yeah. And just firing everybody. What the hell's going on? And they're telling everybody by Zoom. It's, 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 I guess that's their MO. Right. They're telling the football team by Zoom, the baseball team by Zoom. I'll not even willing to go face to face. Joe Paterno by the phone. It's bad. They called him on the phone. He got a rotary phone. He answered the rotary phone in his house. Hello, Joe. Thanks for the 50 years. You're fired. What? Jeez. Hello? Go on. Done. Bama will lose three games this year. Mr. Freeze is put in the chat. What? I don't three? think I'm telling you. I think two is I st- I'm starting at two. I think 10 and two for Alabama is the record. And then they could fight nine and three. Their secondary and their ability to win on the road last year. And that was with a top three draft pick at quarterback. Their quarterback problem is Big, 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 big quarterback problem for Alabama. You got a lot of young kids having to go into really hostile environments to play against men defensively. Boy, these Crimson Tide people are going to be very, very upset if they're nine and three. Which is dumb, but you're right. They're not going to be happy with that. The, the, the bowl game will be blah, will, No, they'll know. go. I mean, they, they, they always, you know, hold after one year, they'll deal with it. But it's who they lose to is really going to matter. Oh, yeah. Because losing to Texas will piss them off beyond all belief. But if they lose to Auburn, they'll go crazy. If they lose to LSU, they'll freak out. Like, it's all about who they lose to that really matters to them. Right. Tennessee is like, they'll, they'll always hate Tennessee and they're just like, they should have lost last year or they actually they did lose last year. So we back-to-back years of losing to Tennessee. That will sting. It, it, Bama fans, it's just, they wear their team on their heart more than anything else I've ever seen in my life. Their I entire can't wait. year. I, I mean, because I, again, we'll, we'll talk, obviously we'll talk a lot of football period, all football season. And the NFL is still what it is and it, like jay said it it's always king but the college football landscape looks really really fun this year there's, there's, i look if, if i had to pick between what do i get to talk about college football or nfl football i'd rather talk college football yeah i'd rather talk college college is more fun to me college is awesome and i would have uh 17 year old matt peralt is really like wanting to kick me hard in the nuts for right and yeah. i'm like what the hell are you talking about right because I didn't know a damn thing about it until I did it. And then I went to the ACC and I went to the SEC and I went to the big 10. I went to the big 12 now in the PAC 12 mountain West conference. Like I've been all over the country and you're like, I went to Texas and you're like, yeah, (laughs) this is really, really, really fun going to games. It's not even a fair conversation. It's like going to a, it's like going to a Taylor Swift concert or going to watch someone, you know, in a coffee house, in a a coffee house, you know, playing in front of five people. Like the atmosphere could not be less interesting and less fun to me. NFL games in person are boring. College games in person are amazing. 
And there goes all the NFL sponsorship possibilities. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'll, do, I'll deal with it. I'll go, see, <laughs> I'll go see Gillette Stadium because they have that gigantic, gorgeous new board. So Patriot fans will still like me. Let's, uh-huh. we'll, we'll, we'll go and deal with, with those guys. Right. For you on sports, great. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. We will see you guys coming up on Monday. For you guys who are with us live on YouTube and live on Twitter, it is time for bonus time. Okay, so we go right into this here with right into better or book it. Go Homer right out of the gate. Red Sox money line against the Cubs today. Brian Bellow against the start against Hendricks of the Cubs. Bellow has been phenomenal on the road this year for the Red Sox. Money line better to book it. Boston to keep the win streak alive. Five games into the break. They win their first game out of the break. It's all-star break for everybody, right? Yep. Even for the odds makers. Somebody's on vacation last night, and they put up minus 117 or minus 120. <laughs> I saw that last night. I said, what are we doing here? That that guarantee is not going to be. And then it shows up in the rundown on better to book it. And I'm like, I don't know if he's getting to play his osmosis <laughs> if I'm sending it or he's looking at the stuff ideally. I'm like, this got to be wrong. Well, I just clicked refresh on my odd screen. It's minus 137. Whoa! 138, 136. Damn! So this might be one of your all-time best this season in the baseball CLV, but there ain't no way in hell that the the Red Sox were only going to be minus 117 against Cubs today with Bellow. So bet it, yes. Red Sox, yes. Today, Red Sox, Bellow, all of it, yes. I'm going to continue to fade Sandy. Alcantara goes against the Orioles today. His ERA on the road is five. I know Mm -hmm. I bet it the last time he started and he gave up one earned run in six and two thirds. Mm -hmm. But the four previous starts before that, every game went way over this number of eight and a half. Mm -hmm. Now it was a 10-1 win against the Red Sox and the Marlins scored 10 runs. Mm -hmm. But this Orioles lineup can score and the Marlins lineup has been much better than expected. Over eight and a half Marlins and the Orioles. Better to book it. <sighs> I'll book this one. And I'm not crazy about it, but I like the Orioles in the spot. Okay. So again, this is the hardest weekend, I think, to bet and book it and all this other stuff. I'm leaning under because I like Baltimore. So I feel like Baltimore wouldn't you like Sandy to give a bunch of runs? No, it's a close game. Uh, okay. This this first day or two after the break, pitchers are ahead of the hitters. Fair. I think that's possible. You know, like I, yeah. I, it's just a lot, especially the interleague games. Mm-hmm. I like unders. So I like Baltimore in a low scoring game, four two, something like that. Okay. And then today in Vegas, the Utah Jazz laying five against the Phoenix Suns. The Suns are oh are one and two, but they've looked really bad in their games. Utah's three and oh, chance to go to four and oh and keep pace here with the rest of the top of the summer league. Utah has been pretty, you know, they have a seven point seven point differential, scoring over one hundred and five points per game. Wow! I just clicked refresh. What's number now? The line is six. Six and a half. Hey, another a couple sixes left. Yeah. Bet it. 
I don't even want to even think about it. I'm not even <laughs> going to look. I'm just, I just looked down. <laughs> Mr. Freeze 32 said the Orioles win 4-2. I was mm-hmm. not looking down at the chat. Great minds mm-hmm. think alike. I hope you're right. I hope you're right with this one. Utah minus the points. But don't lay more than seven. No, God. In a summer league game? No, no, no. Don't lay. Like, you could get this. If you're listening now, watching the show, whatever. Like, don't just go, oh, Matt said it. Dave said bet it. And then seven or seven and a half and just lay it. Oh, no. I mean, look, that's what happened last night. Don't lay more than six. The Pelicans were laying three and a half and they won by six, but it was tight. If you had laid the the closing number of four and a half, it was going back and forth between four, five, and six for like the last two minutes with fouling and free throws and whatnot. And I was like, I got three and a half. I should be good. But everybody else who bet it late, yes, the numbers are getting sharper as the summer league goes on. So be careful. Yes, I, I would agree with that. Favorite thing about today is what? We're meeting somebody from Lincoln, Nebraska, signing up for the contest. We got calls the rest of the afternoon about the show and about things that are going on in the summer. I basically invited both of us to the super contest weekend with Jay. So we're going to be doing he, that. He sent us an email already that said, perfect. If you want, if you want to play golf, we can play golf. Perfect. We've got to go out and socialize. It's going to be yeah. hot, but I mean, sure. it's fine. I want to see you hit a golf ball. Oh, that's right. You never golf with me. I've oh. never, we've never played golf in all this time together. Okay. So, but all I right. saw you hit that ball down at that cigar show. And I said, I think the boy can swing it a little I bit. This will be you good. I can play golf. <laughs> I know you can. This yeah. will be good. Nobody will see us coming. Well, I mean, they'll see us coming because I'm going to wear the brightest. I might get the Payne Stewart outfit for this thing. Do it up. Let's go. Right. Just in case anybody needs a, you know, proxy service, like I said, get the guy with the funny pants. Might be something <laughs> fun to do. Um, the excitement level of the show moving forward every Friday. This is a microcosm of it. It's Friday, June, July 14th. Mm-hmm. We've got all these people from all over the United States and Canada, other countries listing later. Middle of the summer. People on vacation. You started the show saying it right. Showing up and doing the show. Awesome. It's good stuff. Awesome. Um, today is my little brother's 44th birthday. This is, we're not sober in this picture. We're, we're here in <laughs> Vegas. We're both feeling extremely good. It's my little brother on the left, me on the right, obviously. He's had an absolute shit week, man. He's had an absolute disaster of a week. It has sucked to be my little brother. It's his birthday on top of that, turning 44 years of age today. I talked to him this morning and happy birthday, little brother. It's, uh, we grew up together, went through a lot of hell together. It was, you know, my other brothers, my mother's second marriage, different story. My father and his father are the same. And we had a very interesting childhood (laughs) and him and I have spent a lot of time. He spent a lot of time in therapy, working through a lot of stuff and he's been a much healthier man from it and a much better father and husband after it, after getting out a lot of the demons and what's going on. But mother nature dealt him a hell of a hand this week and he's doing the best that they can. And they've raised over $125,000 so far, I believe this week for Mountain View Farm. And it's really, really, really cool stuff. So if you did donate, thank you. To my little brother, happy birthday. Hopefully you have some moment to smile and have a decent beer tonight and just kind of let the world 
roll by because it's been <laughs> hell for them over the last couple of days. I can only imagine what they've been dealing with and the outpouring of, of support. And they've done a ton of media. Fox Weather Channel did an interview with them. And it's, uh, it's, it's been tough. So happy birthday, Ben. I appreciate it. Hopefully everything works out well for you this week. And we're, we're hoping good news happens and the rain stops because they don't need any more rain. I can't believe you were there the week prior. Like, it's just so weird, right? How the universe works. And had you been there and you'd seen it firsthand, it's one thing. Right. We're talking about the traffic here and how freaking hot it's going to be here in the next five days. Yeah. It ain't going to rain here for a while. <laughs> and it rained more there in a day. Yeah. yeah. Flood of form. It's so, arms. Like, yeah. Right. It's it's it just I mean, when you think about it in that regard, I'm just happy everybody meets here every day at the ish time and we get to we get to like, you know, Do it up. meet these people in person. But virtually here bringing Vegas to you and you guys coming into our worlds a little bit. Can't thank you guys all enough. Yeah. Happy and birthday. So we will see a lot of you guys coming up here uh, for the brigade practice services. You come into town, super contest weekend happening in the middle of August, circa million weekend happening at the end of August, first weekend in September for Labor Day weekend. We got a lot of things cooking. So thank you for being here. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like Please. button. If you're listening to the podcast, by the way, Comments. Spotify. They're leaving yeah, comments too. I apologize. I just was checking last night. I saw Lots a bunch of, of comments. I'm going to start responding to the comments. We'll get that going. Yep, Trick this job. algorithm, whatever we got to do. Yep. One of these things gets a big number. It's good. Take that objection away from these Spotify and, and Apple. If you're listening to this podcast, do us a favor and leave a like five star, whatever review you can do. Spotify is just stars, but give us a review on stars. Apple, same thing. Give us a one, I guess we call them one star gore off. That's where the joke came from. But but you can go ahead and give us a review. Uh, leave, a, leave one as leave well. Five. It helps everything. Push it out there. We appreciate it. Have a phenomenal weekend. We will talk to you on Monday. Another episode of BBB.